Hello, and welcome to Dice Breakers, a TTRPG podcast and stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I am Alex, your host and GM, and with me are Rowan, Purdy, Mark, and Joe, my wonderful players. How is everybody doing today? God, I struggled getting through that for some reason. Well. What the heck's a TTRPG? So many, yeah, so many changes to the intro. Two changes, only two changes. TTRPG instead of uh, instead of D&D, because we play on D&D 5 but everything is the you know. Um... And GM instead of DM because you know. Oh, GM, I understand. Listen, changing the name from Greg to Rowan uh, isn't a change because that's how it always should have been. So yes, it's, it's but we need to make our listeners aware that we haven't week. got two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, but here. also, but also, we it's probably there. good to do it in the main. Uh, yeah, so people know. Because we did do it in the main one as well. It's, it's in the YouTube video. Because I did so it before we started last time. I, I said the pause and said this and that, so I've actually got it before. But we haven't had a main one since Rowan's Two changed the name. Yeah. Mm. Roll for shoots. You weren't there. No, that's not a, a main, main one. Campaign. That's a side quest. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Jesus. We're back, baby. <laughs> and this is where we would put our sponsors, uh, if we had any. <laughs> um, today we are sponsored by Sam Regal have got nothing on us. <laughs> by Butt Crack of Chaos. Anyway, uh, what we're all talking thing. about in a, in, a, in a massive amount of chaos is Greg is no longer Greg, Greg is Rowan. Um, that is what it is. Anything references to Rowan is what would have been references to Greg. Uh, Rowan is the one playing Maisie. That's about as far as it goes. Um, you shouldn't tell what TT stands for. TTRPG is tabletop RPG. That's a, a very standard. It's it? a very standard term. Yeah, how did you not know that? Because it was never called TTRPG when I was playing it back in 1980. Monkeys. Well, what we've actually managed to do is talk for long enough that the um, the intro went the whole way through. So uh, there is a, there is a recap. There is a recap as usual. You may need to turn up the volume. Um, I will. Your hearing volume and uh, everyone hearing, enjoy. The hearing volume, I suppose, the not hearing volume. Okay, got that. Come in. Morning, Fletcher. Oh, Anthony, darling, how lovely to see you. Would you like some tea? Now, love, you know I'm here on business. Of course, of course. I assume you want to know about those little children that came snooping around the other day? Yeah. They aren't going to be a problem, are they? Don't worry your little head, Anthony. Your little area of the city is fine. I had one of my little helpers do some snooping around. I found out quite a bit about our new young friends. Oh yeah? Oh yes. For starters, I know their names. Maisie, Carley, and Cromwell. It seems they spend most of their time with another two, Neva and Samir. They're all new students at the university. I tracked where they all came from. It seems they are legitimately students, not some agents undercover. They were hired to sort out a rat problem in that old man's sandwich shop in the mall, the corner something or another. It seems he was having the same slimy problems a lot of other people have been having. Anyway, our dear friend Dr. Feltrin found out what a useful little crew they'd been and hired them to look into his most recent break-in. They had a little search around the city and yada yada yada. They traced back to me the arcane occlusion apparatus I custom made for your boy Chesser. I do hope that he's being reprimanded for leaving evidence at the scene of the crime. I wouldn't want such a silly little thing like that to affect our relationship now. Don't worry, love. He won't forget next time. Personally made sure of that. I'm glad to hear that. Regardless, having had them watched a little bit since then, I can honestly say they aren't a worry. I mean, I advise you keep an eye just in case. They definitely have potential. 
But currently their activities are more focused on things like... Uh, some sort of school competition. A treasure hunt, maybe. And making a robot of some kind. The little goth girl is busy trying to find out how to use a chain knife for some reason. They're all going to class, like good little kiddies. I think two of them were in detention for vandalism. And as far as I can tell, are scared shitless of ever coming this way again. Uni kids, eh? I'm not going to start making problems with a uni. Be sure they won't be a problem and I trust you. Uh, Mr. Dodgman, sir? The saint just called. He wants to see you immediately. <sighs> well, duty calls. It was lovely seeing you again, Anthony. You must come around for that tea. These visits don't always have to be business, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe. Ah, uh, the wonderful concerned looks of mostly Rowan, but, you know, generally people. <laughs> um, I, I can't say. Rowan, you're wrong when you guessed that it would be one of the um, yeah. professors mm -hmm. doing the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> guess that was hopeful thinking. Uh, I don't know if you heard at the beginning, it was made cla it was clarified that that was Fletcher talking about yeah. as you had before. And someone who was called... Look. Um, hmm? I just realised I haven't got my, 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 my journal out. Someone who was called... Uh, I can't remember now. Anthony. Blanks because I got distracted. Yeah, Anthony... Uh, Dodgeman. Anthony Dodgeman. Because I know you like to write these things down. I'm not going to write it down, but I'm sure that... I know somebody will. So... If I wrote it down, I would read it. I also it made sure to have some like uncomfortable music in the background, so it just doesn't feel quite right. Um, <laughs> we are Sarah walked past when you were rec recording that and just go... He's talking to himself again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, she is pretty used to me just like, talking to I would imagine so. It, it's yeah. not... Actually, to be fair, I recorded that one while she was uh, out, so <laughs> she can't. <laughs> but I have done it many times when she's around. Anyway, it is a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday afternoon, evening kind of time. These words have never um, been said together at the same time. Nobody has ever I'm, said wonderful I'm, Wednesday. I'm being distracted. Hello. <laughs> you heard your name, didn't you? No, don't worry about it. We're, we're <laughs> Honestly, distractions. <sighs> I'm keeping that all in. Um, it is a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful Wednesday afternoon. Now, with all of your uh, timetables, I believe that when it gets past uh, three o'clock, you will have nothing on a Wednesday evening. So you've all had plenty of uh, plenty yeah. of different lessons. Uh, if I bring up my big timetable, I could tell you what they are, but it's not really too much of a bother. You've just been getting used to the average day you know uh that you uh, that you come across a little note of things that have been happening uh the day prior cromwell you met professor morthargus and he put that thingy on your head to try and work out where your sort of magic is and he was saying it's really weird it's you know not humanoid apparently or at least he can't work out what it would be so you were like hmm. Maisie met Professor Gernthal, the psychology teacher who uh, was trying to do a similar thing try to work out what's happening with all these Weird invasive thoughts put a tiara on your head and was like, you know, let's uh, have a little. No, bit we don't talk about that. And <laughs> we talk about tiara and told you that you need to just make little notes when you hear thoughts or any situations that do that to sort of try and diagnose what the problem is. Also, uh, Carly realized, or uh, I forget exactly how it happened, but it became came to your attention that the stone inside of your uh, 
your, what are they called, braces, was in fact a very powerful and very dangerous stone that you returned to its original owner, Etch, and in return he handed back uh, an IOU to Kale and a chain knife, uh, which is inside of that, um, inside of the, I forgot the word, second time in a row, braces, as it used to kind of be for Flint. Uh, and now... <laughs> Miss Flint's intrusive thoughts. No. Sorry, I, I, I'm now reading what Joe was saying because Joe is struggling with internet. That's fine. I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, but Maisie now has a chain knife that fires out of a uh, bracer, third time in a row, <laughs> from a little thing on the side. And it's kind of janky, non-magical, but, you know, she's been told by Velka to take some initiative, learn how to use it, and then possibly she'll get some lessons. The intrusive thoughts were... Um, Maisie has, you know, sometimes hears people's thoughts. So, like I said, it's a Wednesday afternoon. It's a little chilly. Uh, it is, you know, later in the year. You're in September time. Something, something, wake me up when September ends. But uh, it's a little chillier, a little cooler. But it's one of those nicer days where you put on a jumper. The sun still beats down a little bit and you sort of just get to sit down. I'm going to say, for no other reason than I can, that you're currently sitting uh, in the park, in the center of, uh, in the center of everything all of the different parts of the uni, sitting, appreciating the sun. Uh, Samir is not there. Um, he made some vague, unbelievable excuse about having to do something to do with work, which you didn't believe, but honestly weren't too concerned, so he's just not around at the moment. Let's and be real. Just... He probably just said, I'm busy. Yeah, something like that. that. He said, I'm not going to be around, and then left. And you haven't Straight seen him. He didn't, come back to the... he didn't come back to the flat, but you don't. I haven't really been too concerned. It's Samir, uh, and the rest of you are just sort of sitting down. Possibly have like a like a cider in hand or something. You know what it's like being a uni student. Nathan's throwing the chain knife them. around. <laughs> 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 hey, careful! Nathan's <laughs> scribbling in a book. Mm -hmm. I said, nice afternoon. It very nice. Uh, so, any, anybody have any thoughts about this? This Warforged thing we've got to make for this competition. I thought Cromwell had ideas about it. I've I, I got some ideas. Um, uh, if you guys are happy to just to leave it with me, I can I can sort it out. I mean, I me. think it's best we have some input to it. Sure. I just want to win. Yeah. <laughs> what, what input would you like? Well, I'd like to know what's going on. Like, what's your plan? Uh, well, have you heard of, um, uh, none of us really do it, but have you, have you heard much about, like, druid powers? I've heard of them, yes. It's the nature right. stuff rather than, like, the math stuff. So, yeah, some of it's nature like, animals and stuff. So, I thought if I could maybe, um, get it to, like, channel some, like, druidic stuff. Maybe I could get it to like turn into a bear, and then it could just rip the opponents to pieces. That was kind but of. But would the plan. it though? Hmm. Would it be able to rip the other pieces as a bear? A bear would rip a human to pieces. Yeah, but it would also still be like, you know, metal. It'd be pretty. Oh, metal bear. Oh, I see. Well, I, I assume. So. I mean, I haven't, I haven't tinkered with it yet, so, so I can't, I can't guarantee it. I would just assume that it wouldn't grow flesh and hair and stuff. Should we talk to someone that's like, I don't know how to, knows how to do this stuff, rather yeah. than just like try to do that ourselves? Because I have no idea. 
Do you know enough about druid stuff yet? Me? Yeah, I'm a a druid. I know everything about about druid stuff. Do you? No. (laughs) Well, look, we've got plenty of time before we have to do this. So how long do you think it'll take you, Crogwell, to to sort of create this thing? Well, we have, we've not been given the like the chassis thing yet, so I'm just kind of doing background research at the moment, and you know, I'll, once we've got got that, I'll uh, I'll be able to, to do stuff. Um, I think that there was something about like extras that we could add to it though, but they co- they cost money, and, and um, we don't really have any. We have some. I mean, I'm happy to use some of my money. I haven't got a lot, but some. Oh, that reminds me, we need to sort out what day I'm getting my 10 gold from you each month. What day would you want it to be? When do you get it? Uh, DM, when do we get it? When do you get one? Um, yeah, allowance normally. Um, see, this is one of those things that I've thought through extremely well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the... Um, last Friday of every month. Well, how about we pay you on the last Saturday of every month? Why not just on the day that you get it? So we can... I I like to budget mine on the first day and not spend any, and then start spending it the day after. Okay. But if if, if you're late on it, it's going to be the other day you get it. What will we pay for you again? Uh, I think that was part of your agreement to have Cromwell not get into so much trouble anymore. I would I would run jobs past you first that we got. Ah, okay. It's more of a bribe yeah. than like an allowance. Yeah, maybe. it's tough, but yeah. Yeah, no, you'll get paid, don't worry. I'm really good with money, just ask Neva. No, maybe. I am Neva. <laughs> Yeah. Just a reminder, she. My dad's getting in my head. She did spend like 200 gold on our own family's wine the first day we got here. (laughs) One wouldn't let us bring any. And then dad said, just ask if you wanted some. You know, you have to try both of them before you actually have to, you know, go your own. Yeah, well, I was expecting mum to have already got a claws into. So, anyway, I think if, uh, once we get this chassis, we give Cromwell a couple of days to see if he can do anything, and if it's not working, we'll come up with a plan B. So, I mean... I mean, the only restriction we have is that we can't pay anyone to help us with it, they just have to do it of their own accord, right? Well, so. Edge, uh, Edge said he'd do, uh, Obi owes me a favour, so we could always... That's an option. Well, yeah, although I mean, uh, it might be useful to keep that in the back pocket in case of uh, problems later. You know, maybe but, just maybe the guy at the front of the shop. He seemed, I don't know, kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We could have a elbow with him, or maybe we could. Uh, I mean, he seems a nice guy. Perhaps we could do it on credit with him. So mm. pay him a bit later. What's that? Well, we we can't pay anyone to 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 do it. Is that part of the rules? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember either. That that was part of the rules. 
I'm trying to look for it, but apparently I don't have many notes in here. At least not as many as I thought I did. Uh, budget and restrictions. Oh, I just wrote down budget and restrictions. I don't know. I don't know. Was I, like, with Purdy even here for that bit? I don't- probably not, no. No. The, the restrictions I were- I, I, I don't think I believe I told you many of the restrictions because it wasn't really worth going into them. The budget thing was just you're not allowed to- you can get assistance. But it's not; it can't be paid assistance. Um, it can't be like a company or like a um, a business that is going to be assisting with making you this sort of a thing. It would have to be kind of just like friendly assistance, and it can't be like huge teams either. Uh, in terms of restrictions, basically, like there are restrictions, but it's yeah. It's I think the the budget the... was more so there's like a an allowance of things that you can add, like yeah. equipment as well. Yeah, they um they like said that I think said twenty like... gold of equipment or something. Um, I believe so. It was about there. I, I'm not going to worry about the exact numbers because it's more like you'll make the thing and I'll tell you whether or not you're allowed to attach the certain things that you're attached to it. Sure. Um, and you had to go at some point collect the base of it, which was just like a non-modified warforged body. Why don't we go collect the base? Put it in the living room. Just look at it? And Yeah. Let the ideas come to you. Fire. How? I don't know. I'm the you can have I'm ideas, the but I need I need yeah. I need theories behind no, it. No, no, I'm I'm the ideas person. You guys figure out how to implement it. Okay. Okay, I've got an idea as well. Give us some more details. Um, fire out the head and the hands turn into a bear so that they have fire claws and a fire maw. I like that. Yeah. I don't know if it's possible, but it sounds great. Yeah. Cromwell uh, has... Just, I, I, think he, I, I think he went off to pick up the base. I'm just going to keep I'm practicing around. here. He's just invisible. <laughs> He's just... No, you look. He's down there. Look, you're, you're looking over the top of his head. He's over there. It, it, I'm trying. I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to concentrate. <laughs> seeing if it helps me concentrate <laughs> on what's happening. <laughs> what's my perception like? Gosh, it's been such so long since you played. I've forgotten all my stats. Anybody else got any more ideas? I, I was distracted. Uh... Oh, I said that we. I said that we should have fire coming out the top of its head and its claws. It'll need to easily. Yeah, it needs to be. It needs to be sort of able. It needs to have some sort of defense as well. So, if something else attacks it, we don't. It's it's all very well to be able to attack the other thing, but if it gets attacked, we don't need to sort of fall apart straight away. We we need to be strong, strong armor, or. I think the best. Defense is a good offense. So make it more yeah. deadly so that it doesn't have to ever defend from anything because they'll already be dead. But well, how, how about fast then? Mm -hmm. So instead of defending, he just gets out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, That's... some sort of ranged weapon would be good. You're all talking about a bear, except for the ranged thing. You're all talking... Okay, how about a bear where you can... Talking about a bear. <laughs> a bear that can fire bear? its claws. Or yes, like its so front we... half forward and then retract into itself. Well, I was thinking, you know your, your um, like chain a... lady thing? Yeah. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. A, if you put, if you put uh, a, a sort of 
clawed hand on the end of that instead of a, a blade. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I've got no idea how to do it, of course. So fire <laughs> claw that shoots from its arm into the enemy's face. We're going to lose, aren't we? Okay, I can see it coming. <laughs> no, absolutely not. This is an incredible idea. No one else will think of this. I, I already I already came up with a name because I know you guys love. Oh, sorry. What? Like oh, what, what? What name? Promo. Miss. Miss. <laughs> Miss. Miss <I>, Marvel. <laughs> I, 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 sorry, I wasn't listening there for a moment. What did you say? <laughs> what, what did you say about a name? I said I've already got an idea for a name because I know you guys like naming things. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is it? Darwin. What? Darwin. Darwin. Where, where the each letter stands for something. Oh, I see. Darwin. It's Darwin, Get but each letter stands for something, and I can't I can't remember what that's called. Acronym. Ac acronym. Acronym. Not an anagram. That's Deadly and Weaponized. Wait, there's an no, R first. There's an R first. Deadly and Really weaponized. Really weaponized. Uh, Incredible. Uh, nibble. Not, not <laughs> quite. I was, I was thinking of a druidic arcane replicator who incinerates naysayers. Yes, I know that. that's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Am so lost in all these notes. <laughs> None of it's making sense. What the hell is going on? I'm gonna we just make, came up with I'm an acronym make our for robot. It. Really good. It's gonna be. This is twofold. It, uh, it, sure, Neva might maybe wasn't paying, you know wasn't understanding what's going on. Purdy, I know for a fact, was just having a conversation for ten minutes with somebody outside of the room, so I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's gonna be able to do lots of stuff. It's gonna be able to shoot fire and turn into a bear. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. You won't be able to do both at the same time just yet, but I'm I'm gonna work on it. Okay. How are we gonna make this all work? I was just gonna research it. We've got time. Right, so we need a defense mechanism, which I was thinking, is there any way of if you're putting druidic power into it, have it so it can make shields or something out of if do druids I mean, do the, can, the shield out of vines and stuff? We can we can put armor on it, but I'm more thinking if we've got magic I don't put think into shielding it. Shielding is can really we... a druidy like we can we can we can put a shield on it. But I don't I think, if you're talking about the shield spell, I don't think that's a druid thing. I have a shield. You can use that if you wish. Or I could put a... Sh Are we allowed to put ma use magic? Mm -hmm. I could put a, I could put a shield of faith on it. But... I don't think we're allowed to do that. But but yes, I, it, will be, it will be super cool. I think we should at least ask the guy in the... the weapon shop first just like even if he's not going to help us like a consultation or something like that that's a good uh, idea etches blacksmith fellow yes anton, anton. Mm. that's what i said yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'll, I'll go i'll go and have a chat with him but like i said we've we got loads of time so you can just leave it with me if you want I'll i don't think just leaving it. it with one person is a good idea we should all work on it together well how about this then let Cromwell have a look and give you sort of, I don't know, three or four days. And then we'll have a get together and chat about it. That's it. Okay. 
If, if I'm going to work on some ideas as well. If the chassis is available, then I could use your help getting it to the room. We'll other, go get other it. Other than that, just leave it with me for now. Yeah, okay. Well, I can't really help very much anyway, so I'm I'm happy with them. I can probably carry it. Really? But, but I mean, it's, guys it, it, can. Is, it is a it is a Warforged chassis. It might just be able to walk itself. I wasn't I wasn't anticipating that we would just carry it. I was more thinking that we'll make sure nothing happens to it on the way. No, well, no, why don't we, we go yeah, as a group check. go look at it? Yeah. Why is everyone trying to do everything by themselves? It's a group competition. Because we're Absolutely. individuals as well, and we have classes to worry about. No shit. Yeah, aren't really? you doing like six extracurricular things? Like well, that's uh, not the point. I can you want to have well. to be working on your um, strangelings dress-up thing at the same time as working on a robot? I mean, I can make it look like a strangeling. It's fine. Mm, I don't think that's a good idea. Why? Oh, Felix was a warforged, wasn't he? You would be the only one that knows that. Yeah, but everyone will I'm not the only one. Um, um, I don't know how cool they look. We want to we wanna stand out. Well... That's what the bear on fire is for. A metal <laughs> bear on fire is badass. Well, where's the where's the chassis then? Do we know? Uh, some guy's office probably. Oh my! Who was in charge of all the, of the uh, this this bit of the competition? Who, who, who I can't remember who uh, told us about it. <laughs> I don't remember either. I don't remember either. I don't, I don't remember either. It feels like a long anything. time ago that we found out about it, even though it was yesterday. It's been a month and a half. Holy shit. <laughs> Just to kick in for a second, no, you never oh, really found out where. No, it's a leaflet. Your, your chassis will be. We were just told that you need to collect it at some point. Alright, let's okay, well, go down. <laughs> what have I got? Shooting Union should be able to tell us. Why, why have I got Carmanthian Dragons Crate Level 2 written down? That's what okay. we're going to call ourselves, isn't it? We're going to call ourselves Carmanthian Dragons. No, but you no. are, in fact, the Bay Lunatics. That's I someone said, else. I've got... that, that, I think that's our first fight. Oh, that's right. Uh, let me confirm that for you, because it does actually sound right. Yes. Do we have a date for that? Yes. It is on the 27th, Saturday the 27th. Two weeks away or something. Yeah. Oh. Two and a half weeks. That's way less time than I thought it, we were going to have. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it That's okay. I, I, I don't have that many extra, like, extracurriculars. I, the Carmanthian dragons. Can we, uh, can we help at all? Uh, I could use some gaffer tape, some googly eyes, and also some good, uh, like, kind of medium-ish armor. Not something too heavy, not something too light, and a shield, and that would be a, uh, a really good start. Well, I've got, uh, I've got, where's my inventory? I've got some half-plate armor and, and a shield. That you're not, that you don't use? I do use it, yeah, but I mean, if you want to use it for this, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you might not get it back. Well, I'll have to get some new then, won't I? Okay. Should we just go to that guy's office where we first signed up for this stuff? 
Yeah, let's just go there and find <laughs> Googly out. Googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine yeah. is on my front door. Oh, yes. <laughs> they will, I, I, I thought that that would be good for the whole Valunatics kind of thing. Right, let's not think of the aesthetic. Let's just go and get the bloody bot. I, I'll handle the aesthetic completely. Don't worry about it. Oh, no one is doing anything by themselves. Does that mean that we all get to tell each other what to do as well? Or is it just you that gets to do that? Do we know where this is coming from? A can place I of deep insecurity? Can I <laughs> sleight of hand try to get a high five from Cromwell for that? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, stealth or sleight of hand? Uh, do sleight of hand. You could both do a little sleight of hand. They're both a dirty twenty. So <laughs> uh, sleight of hand from me is <laughs> and a perception uh, from Neva. It was a four for me. <laughs> so, so I probably just walked over and was like, yeah. <laughs> and a natural 20 for me. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't notice um, Maisie's initial little, like, you know, put back for a high five. But you did see, uh, because of the height difference, Cromo just kind of. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> that was, I believe the kids call it a sick burn. <laughs> we are kids, right? <laughs> University. Should, should, should we go get the, the thing? Yes! From the, yeah, I am, let's go. Does any, if, if nobody knows where this thing is, I'm going to head over to the student okay. union and ask. Yeah, I said we should go to the student We're union. We're going to, right. why is I, no one listening to each other? I'm, I'm, let's go, let's go, I'm going now. This is me going, I'm on my way, you coming? I need some air back. Come on. Come on. I'm you going. think Samir's going to listen? <laughs> I'm off. Halfway there. Hurry up. Uh, you know what? Personally, I never thought I'd miss Simon so much. <laughs> <laughs> so you travel across to Lettingham Hall. And as you, of course, know, without any reminder needed, it has the student lounge, kitchen, cafe, uh, the shops, and then upstairs, well, downstairs, actually, there's some student information, but upstairs, there's the student services and the Adventurers Guild registration room. Which would you uh, be traveling towards? We're going to the guy who we signed up. Yeah, they, they dragged about. us to the student union oh, because yeah, no sure. one heard us saying that. <laughs> no. Cal tried to do that. We're all walking the opposite way to the... No, my idea was also to go to the student union to ask. Oh, well, I'm going with, <laughs> with Maisie to the guy's office. I'm going to go to the... Sort of, so you're splitting the party. There'll be an admin yeah! Office in, there'll be an admin office in the student union, so I'll just head there. Okay. I am you with head Cal. over to... There's, there's no admin office. I told you the rooms that exist. There's the student services, or there's the... Uh... Student services sounds admin Yeah, it's admin. So you walk in... Lots of rooms, as you know, it's like the C-shaped kind of thing. Lots of rooms and plenty of people in. Uh, the one that looks most free, or at least looks at you, so gets a bit of eye contact, is um, fairly young. Look like they may have just graduated the uni, maybe sort of in between jobs kind of a state. Uh, elven, uh, kind of short, bit of like cropped hair, and looks a little, not necessarily uncomfortable, but kind of out of place. Uh, and as you walk in, it's just like, Hi. Uh, hello there, morning. Uh, quick question, I don't know if you can help us. Mm -hmm. uh, Where do we get uh, robots from? Yeah, the, the, the Warforged, the Warforged frame for this competition, you know? Um... We got, we got a leaflet. 
I've forgotten the name of yeah. the Yeah, you probably want to talk to whichever professor's in charge. Do you know what that is? That? Uh, opens a box like a through and uh, Professor Hathus? And where's their office? Uh, YC5. Okay, thank you very much. We'll head over towards YC5, YC. YC. Meanwhile, over at YC5. They're going to Cathedral 5. Yeah. Um, yes, you all, you all get there at the same time miraculously. What? Um, no. And you're, walking, and you're standing outside of the office of Martin Hathis. Um We're stood waiting for them. Hey, guys, aren't you glad that we confirmed it was this place? We hey. knew already. That's why we've been stood here for the past ten minutes waiting for you. That was a good guess. Well done. Yeah, that's right. We knew. We weren't just yeah. making an educated we guess. guess. We knew. Well, we we confirmed. That mm -hmm. is teamwork. Mm, but I right. don't know. We'll find it. The first bit of teamwork you guys have done all fucking day. While they're chatting, while they're chatting, I'm gonna. <laughs> you you uh, knock on the door and you hear a little, come in. I'll come in. Uh, Open the door. And you see, as you have seen before, the six foot four, you know, gigantic human male, uh, oh, sort yeah. of older, slightly uh, beginnings of wrinkling to the skin, you know, um, weathered a bit more by sun, um, but you know, a little by age. Um, in the corner of the room, you could see us gigantic like uh set of armor i was gonna say on like a bus but it's not just bus it's like a whole set of armor uh, put up which of course he's not currently wearing uh he's instead wearing some sort of simple underclothes and uh writing some things down evidently making some notes and just says uh how can i help you oh good afternoon professor are we we're interested in uh where we pick up the chassis of the warforge for the competition mm. They are all currently being stored. <laughs> oh, good. I hate it when all currently being stored. being stored in the uh, blacksmithery. Uh, are the we able hall. to? Are we allowed to take on now? I will come with you. You will need to unlock them. Ah, thank you. I was going to depend on Professor Vasvias being there for you, but <laughs> the chances are slim. Why? He's he tends to make man. himself scarce. <laughs> oh, Vathias. He's yeah, a very sorry. nice man. He's a very clever man. I was man. getting the professors confused. He closes up his book, stands up, and he's just so much taller than any of you. He's it's also just got such an intimidating frame. Like, even with his age, you can tell he, you know, he's got a muscular body. I could take him. And just walks straight <laughs> out the door. He's like twice your size. Uh, he just walks out the door. <laughs> towards uh, the guild hall, which is fairly close by. As you walk, he says, so do you have an idea of your warforged? Picture this. A bear on fire. But on this purpose. seems cruel oh. and unusual punishment. Yeah, <laughs> no, ignore Maybe them. to our opponent. We're thinking possibly in putting in druidic power into mm -hmm. it. Yes, that is what we were thinking. If you wish for druidic power, then perhaps you should talk, talk to Professor Presh. They are the leader of natural magic. It's on my list. Who? Professor, Professor Presh. 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 That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, thank you very much indeed. 
After not so long, you get over to the guild hall, walk through around the sort of outside path uh, into what is you know, labeled on the front, the forge, uh, which he opens with one of his keys, just the main door. And inside, this is a very impressive uh, metal workshop with lathes and sort of um, welding stations, all sorts of incredible things. And over in the corner, behind a massive cage, you can just see a ton of uh, very simple warforged bodies all of which are being supported by a very similar thing to if you've ever seen an engine being taken out of a car. So like chains holding it from a big sort of crane sort of thing. Hanging there. And he walks over to the cage, unlocks it, comes out, pulls out one of these things on roller wheels and says, how are you planning on getting this back to your... Well, I was going to ask you about that. Do they have any uh, sort of power of their own? Can they uh, go into their own power? Or do they need to be towed or transported? It will take me a few minutes, but I may be able to set it up it would, if that is possible that would be a lot easier if not it we would were be faster to... for professor vasvias i can attempt to call him first please he walks over and steps into the he steps over to the corner gets out his talk stone and puts in the number and <sighs> does does professor vasvias pick up <laughs> there's a question Somewhere else in the city, there's the Nokia ringtone going off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> open the stone. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes? Echelion, uh, are you yeah. able to come to the forge to help set up one of these Warforged? I uh, guess. Yeah, sure. I will see you in a few. Mm-hmm. Just hangs up. <laughs> just the film thing where they don't say goodbye, they just hang up. Yep. <laughs> Do you know if later <laughs> you know if Professor Press is um around today that we could talk to them? I believe he has some classes until five. Okay, thank you. What time is it now? About three? Yeah, about like half three. Half three ish. By the time Etch gets there, sets up our Warforge. And everything, we should be fine. Yeah, the, the, the school year will be over. So. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, yes. Uh, Professor Vasvayas walks in, and um, yeah, uh, Martin Hathas, or Professor Hathas, just walks out, gives him a little nod, and walks off. They have a, you, you get the feeling they have a fair rapport, nothing too solid, but no arguments. And he walks off. Cordial. Left with, yeah, he's yeah. left with Professor Vasvayas, walking in with his walking stick. Probably slightly mm. warm, obviously walked across the city. <laughs> Hello again, Professor. Very kind cool. of you to come and do this for us. Yeah. They're, these are these are the first people to come pick one up, right? I'm assuming since they just announced it. Yeah. Hmm. Thank first you for so. help us. Yeah, no problem. We're, we're very keen. Very keen. I, I assume like this is... the Warforge before we start making major plans. That's fair. Uh, I assume this is uh, uh, activated similar to how Felix's new body was way back when? Yeah, so it, it's you're already pretty much pre-set up. <laughs> it's pretty much pre-set up. The, the, the setup is you have like permissions to make it run uh, effectively um, and sort of assign it to them, put in their names and all that kind of stuff, Put activate a tracking beacon so that it doesn't like, you know, go walking off, and also connect it to a, uh, a little remote control, a very simple remote control, because it's not it's not sentient, it doesn't have a brain. Um, so it's just all that basic kind of stuff that means they can make it walk via its own uh, power. 
Sure. And also they get the choice of what RGB color they want to be in the, you know, like the power <laughs> lines running through them, the, 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 the shiny bit. I'm also going to say there's a nice little hologram on the back that pops up as like a team jersey name, but just hologram. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go configure this. Just stand in front of it so it can like scan your face and whatnot after uh, and they'll okay. acknowledge you. I'd be interested to see how it works. Professor, you don't mind me watching. Sure, sure. Not so a... he opens up like a panel on the back, and inside is just this insanely complex set of um, arcane engineering that, to be honest, even um, uh, Edge doesn't really understand. Like, someone else has done the electronics, you just know the mechanics. Side some of Hydra shit. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, but you, you, know, you know all the sort of like the pistons and things, you can see some of it from the outside, but I mean, you'd be looking at it in awe. It's like if you were looking inside of a you know, a hypercar engine, you'd be like, mm-hmm, yes, there's <laughs> the things, you know. Um, it but it work on some form of electricity. And when you, when you open up this bag, like a little keyboard pops out and you start typing into it. Although, although it is etched, it's probably... <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that slow. <laughs> It's definitely yeah. one finger, though. <laughs> yeah, he's probably not saying much. It's just like you have to watch, not to be told what's happening. <laughs> That's fine. He's, just, he's typing watch. a bunch of code, which he's obviously switched the language over to uh, uh, Kerwin because why wouldn't he? I'm mm. sure Edge, especially at his age, just gets grumpy and doesn't like using common. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after a while, it's set up. He asks you what color you want it to be. Purple. The veins are in purple. Maybe. And yeah, hands you a little controller. Oh, and I'm team sure... name, team name. Oh yes. Valunatics. Valunatics. Little hologram pops out the back and floats just above its shoulder blades. That's so it's cool. Valunatics. Valunatics. Darwin. D. Dot yeah. A. Dot R. Dot w. Dot I. Dot N. Yeah. That's that's, that's brilliant. All right, and uh, use this controller. There should be like a follow mode button where it should just like. Neva takes it. Yeah. Follow you guys. Alright. Should be good to go. Make your modifications however you deem worthy. And, uh, Thank you, Professor. Do you have any advice good before luck. we start, Professor? Uh, I'm not sure I'm allowed to do that. Oh, okay. You're allowed to do it as long as we don't pay you, I think was the rules. Mm. Uh make it better than the other ones i'm not really sure it's it's hard to know without knowing your competition you know i should get the same thing actually well, well thank you anyway yeah as we walk away i was just like this guy was a strangeling <laughs> <laughs> do like not disrespect him like that he was a really good strangeling i mean the thing is of course being able to react to situations you know he's right of course you know, you Half the half the way of winning is to know uh, the weakness of your enemy. So it's very difficult to design something when you don't really know what you're up against. What I want to know is why does he intimidate Maisie so much? Maisie, you haven't said a thing since he's been around. She's just looking at her chain knife gauntlet. <laughs> 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 I I was nearly falling asleep. Sorry. See, and this is why one person shouldn't be in charge of stuff. I told you, I'm the, to pay attention. I'm the ideas woman, okay? I'm not worrying about the details. 
Exactly. I don't know what eggs have to do with it. <laughs> very funny, very droll. All right, let's head over right. to Callaway Quad. Well, hang on, should we, what time is it now? Should we go and see this professor? What's yeah, what do you think Callaway Quad? You see, I don't know, I can't remember. Do you not know? Oh my, oh my. No, I don't. I don't have my maps to hand. Uh... How does Neva know that it's in Callaway Quad? Because you have a map. I've got which a map which professor says... are you talking about? The one for natural magic. Bresh. 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 So how does Neva know that? He's in Callaway Quad. Let's be <laughs> let's be real. If any of us did know, it would be Neva. <laughs> True, but like you, you, none of you have been told. You don't even know who this professor is. She, I don't know, looked on some whatever information she had in her pocket that might have it on. In reality, Purdy made an educated guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, actually, no. No. Well, the truth. The truth of reality is, I don't actually have a place for. for precious, so <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at like where the subjects are and natural magic in Callaway Quad. I Fair. think we should go to where most of the magic teachers are, which is because in it's on the, the list. Power learning place. Okay. Um, it doesn't really matter. You could just say I'm going to go the... see pressure. Well, yeah, you're going to go see pressure. That's where all of the other magic teachers are. So why don't we try there first? Where? Um, on your way out, the tower the way. where you learn magic. On your way Sorry, out, you wouldn't you wouldn't have been there. On your way out, you see there is in fact a list of who is going to be fighting who. Um, in the Warforged Wars, uh, coming up, which I just need to make sure none of that is. Uh, yes, so this has basically all of the the different teams and their. It's 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 a very small thing, but all the different teams and all of their different fights. So you see that. In, in no particular order other than what I have it here. Uh, the team, so it goes team and then name of... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Who the fuck took the strangelings? So, we have Deja, who have oh Kraken, fighting Hail Mary, her who have Scrapper. We've got Vile Badgers with Ripsaw, fighting the strangelings with Hero. The strangelings is the team name of Hero. We've got the Golden Droids with 24k fighting Young Mages and Arcanor. The Firestarters... Uh, with Gollum fighting Vanquishers with Extinguisher. The New Gods with Strada uh, fighting Old School Cool with Stephen the Rock. We've got the Chosen Ones with Talona with uh, fighting Owlbears with Alcub. We've got Whizbang with Crackle fighting the Gifted Sons with Spirits. Uh, we've got Team Awesome with Winner Winner fighting Hustlers Jesus. with Conman. We have Team Phoenix with Ashbot fighting Ultimate Warriors with Champybot. We have insert team name here with insert bot name here <laughs> with 2-bit. We have Genesis with Starlight fighting Cyborg Crushers with Clamper. We have Legends to Be with Champion fighting Lightning Slammers with Electric Hydra. We have the Underdogs with Billy fighting Lunchroom Bandit with Sandwich. We have, we have the Falcons with Greyhawk fighting the Stormwings with Tempest. We have Demogorgon with Prince fighting Ice Cream with Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> and then the Veil Unitics with Darwin fighting Carmanthian Dragons with Rayoran. I don't know how we're going to beat Rayoran. When did you decide on Darwin for the name? Was that the week I wasn't there? Literally no. just now. It, it speaking of, you're yelling ago. at everyone else for not listening and <laughs> you are not oh, listening. Was that when I wasn't actually listening? Yes. Maybe. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Dar Darwin was 
evidently appeared when it was typed into the bot. Like it sort of updated it with it. So this that is, is now sufficient. I, this, I have got this list. That name. Is how incredible. Do know, how do they know the names of these robots if we're the first person to pick us up? You're the first one to pick it up. You're the last person to input the names. Oh, okay. Um, and now I ask the question: Who's your favorite? <laughs> um, I really uh, like the lunchroom bandits. Here, bot name here. That one is too. Yeah, that I one's too like real. One. Um, <laughs> I I love all the little uh, little Easter eggs for the yeah, last like campaign. Yeah, like Sunday and Sandwich. Uh, I want to know: does does this mean that the Demogorgon or Demogorgon as the Lord of the Abyss exists in Gel? <laughs> we just haven't come across him yet. <laughs> Maybe some fun things in there. Um, also, I love how it. Sunday is misspelled or. What I assume yep. to be fully aware. Fully, <laughs> I know. Not a misspelling. That is a fully aware. I didn't spell it like the ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there, there are some uh, little things in there that are quite fun, which I. I, I fucking really hate Team Awesome already. Are they the arsehole? Team Awesome like? with. Women you know it is. You know it is. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I, I also really hate. No. The, strange, the people who took the name the Strangelings, those are the ones that yeah. live across the hallway from us. The fucking ego. No, no, they're not into strangelings. How do you know? The other little um... thing that is noted there, that the first fight between Genesis, Starlight, and the Cyborg Crushers and Clamper is this Saturday. Oh, what the fuck? Sucks for them. There's, are there dates on this? Because I can't see any dates. No, they're not. Oh, okay. <clears throat> we're the first it's... one to pick up, and we're not even fighting this Saturday. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I give us some more time. I'd like to actually see if one of these fights anyway, see what we're up against. Yep. Hmm, true, 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 true. Alright, let's go see the professor. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Do we decide where he was or do we need to go and find out? We should I... ask at the magic bit of the school. There are, I there are magic trust, I trust Neva's intuition say, or book learning that it's in Callaway Quad. Fair enough. You go over to Callaway Quad. There's a lot of offices over there, so your chances are fairly high. Um, but at this point, uh, it, yeah, it's probably about just hitting about five o'clock. So you know that the lessons will be ending. There's a lot of actually, there's not many classes. It looks like a lot of second year classes are finishing about about now, rather than first year. Um, and as you wait, eventually you see um, a lot of the professors coming back. One of which you see going past Professor Bragan, who you recognise. Um, a few others. Uh, who also would be here, but you've spoken to Professor Brigham outside of these offices a couple of times, who, as usual, because he seems to recognize the the twin, the, the, they're not twins, the sisters at this point, it's like, hello, uh, here again, hopefully not for a bad reason. No, no we've I, been very uh, responsible, hide the we have. gauntlet. Any <laughs> chance you know where the Professor of Natural Magic is? Oh, uh, Jean, I mean, uh, Professor Presh, yes, he, um... I'll be here in a bit. I think insight a... check. <laughs> what do you mean insight check? Natural one. Never mind. Firstly, <laughs> what are you insighting? The, the there seemed to be a weird familiarity there that was. Why professors the... know each other's first names? Yeah, one of the quite often no. another teacher. Uh, yeah, it seems strange to me. Yeah, it seems perfectly normal anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, he'll be over in, a, in, a, in just a few. Um, I don't believe you've probably met him before. No, we've never. No, I was Artemis, big Leonin 
sort of uh, tiger markings. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank you. That's interesting. Uh, as you wait a few minutes as he steps away, you see eventually this no kidding, six foot four, very big and muscular Leonin with these you know, tiger muscles, this sort of kind of um, longer sweeping hair, a little bit backwards, kind of like it's not a mange, obviously, you know, it's not a lion, it's a tiger, but it it, it kind of has like um like a mullet feel. <laughs> it, it's not a mullet, <laughs> okay. it's just because of the form of the head and yeah. how the head kind of goes down, it kind of looks like a mullet. So I guess it technically is. And anyway, as he walks over, he didn't really pay attention to you as he's walking past. Uh, Professor Push? Turns it. Yes. Hi, we were just wondering if we could have a moment of your time, please. Of course. Please, step this way. And he steps through, avoiding a few of the others. And again, you see lots of professors. You get that like anxiety sweeping in as you're just, just standing in a sea of professors. And eventually takes you around to sort of another side in his little office. It's not huge. Kind of a tight squeeze thing in there. Um, he's quite large for the chair as well. So he's obviously like squeezes into his little chair and tiny little desk and all this kind of stuff. Um, but eventually, yes, he uh, sits down, uh, puts away a load of books that he was holding, looks up and says, how may I assist? So we have just picked up our Warforge for the battles. Mm. Um, we were thinking about putting druidic magic into it and we were told you were the best person to go see. Well, I am aware of natural magics, uh, druidic. It shouldn't be too difficult. As far as I am aware, the magic with the Warforged, uh, as they are not sentient, casting casting magic in the same way is not uh, uh, as simple. You will need to, uh, with instruction, collect almost magic charges spells contained in uh you know bottles orbs to be activated by your warforged uh, it's not too difficult there are certain ones that we are allowed to hand out and give or you can get them elsewhere uh, so if you create the capacity to cast in quotes these uh, pieces of magic we can provide the magic on the day just be aware of what you want what are the chances of having a shape-shifting charge? It is possible. It is possible. What are the chances if we, say, want it to shift into a bear? On fire! Being a, maybe. Of it being a metal bear. With the way that this magic tends to work, especially on these Warforged, it will probably be transformative in shape rather than necessarily just you know, flesh and hair so it will probably remain robotic awesome but be as a different shape that's what we needed and is there a way to use druidic power to make it have some form of fire probably there is a lot of magic druids are super good at fire I don't trust your knowledge, Kuma. I think no, that says really? a lot about you as a person. Do no, it research. says a lot about you as a person. Do your research. These are moving into the territory of questions I'm not allowed to answer for fairness. Okay. At least we know we're on the right path. Thank you. 
Is there anything else? Uh, could I? Do, could could you give me like a druid, druidic focus so that I can do some practice uh, with it, like installing it, etc. I'm sure I can. Thank you. Yeah, steps over, gets up really tall in this this room, and goes over to a little box and um, just sort of opens it up with a bunch of like various different totes and bits and bobs and stuff, and sort of just shows you the box. Uh, and inside there is probably exactly what you want. Um, I, I don't know what you were thinking you were looking for. Uh, I'll just take like a really glowy uh, acorn. <laughs> yeah, so just nestled in like a little bit of underlighting. It's just this little this little acorn um, made of like a... It's obviously not an actual seed. It's got like a metallic... It's kind of a mixture of metal and wood. It's a weird sort of uh, in-between of the two. Um, letting off a very dull glow. Yeah. Thanks, Prof. That looks so interesting. Guys, it's almost like I knew what to look for. I have sure. thought about this. <laughs> well, if there's any other way I can assist, do not hesitate to come back. Thank you. We'll get out your hair now. It has been lovely. Come on, guys. Let's leave the professor. I did really well at restraining myself. I did really good. <laughs> I am proud of you. So, shall we head back to the flat now? or? Uh, or yeah, let's get this Warforged back. Out, this, this entire time, this Warforged has been... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Cromwell, are you, are you okay to work with this in the, in the flat, or you got somewhere else in mind? Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was just going to put it in my room so it wasn't making a mess everywhere, you know, in the place I was that, we, of just, that we hang out. I was just leaving it deactivated in the corner. Yeah, yeah but I might not want it to be deactivated when I'm working on it. Well, no, we'll obviously activate it for when we're working on it. But first, we need to do research. How big is this thing? It's medium. Um, it is... It looks as though, so it's currently standing about six foot tall, so not massive in comparison, um, like for like most people. But it's, uh, it looks as though it has all sorts of adjusters and things that means you could make it bigger, stronger. Like the arms look, like a lot of it looks very Lego esque, with you could like pull off the forearms or the arms and connect and that sort of stuff. Okay, I didn't realize it was like a full ass Warforge. I thought it was like a yeah, modified like. Like battle bots size warforge. No, no, it's it's full warforge size. That's great. That's that's wonderful. Well, uh, Thank you. Uh, let's head back to the old. Uh, I didn't know, uh, Cromwell. You were saying you uh, wanted to borrow my armor and uh, shield as well, so we'll do that over there. I mean, if you're happy to give it up, but like I said, you might not. You might not get it back. Oh, for the. I... Do you know we're gonna get some apart from the one I've got? Personally, I think we should look into things before we start working on it. Sure. You think we can replace like, the faceplate with like a skull-looking faceplate? Be really. Well, cool. we can have a aesthetically what pleasing one made. <sighs> Even if we make it out of like paper mache. So, so yes, paper mache would be itself on fire. <laughs> <and> yes. <laughs> 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 Uh, so, Cromwell, what, what 
to uh, you're going to be sort of uh, you're the druidy one. What sort of uh, research do you think we need to do for this? I, if you can find one, uh, I would love a book on the anatomy of like beasts. That would be good. Uh, oh yeah, I I really want one like that as well. That's weird, Don't you but okay. Have that? Probably, but I want to see if they've got a more up to date one because mine's like three years old now. Why? Why do I, you want one? Why do they need to update anatomy of creatures? Like, we're the just more looking. People research them, the more information they get. No, but I, why... I, you know, I like to have the newest edition, but Mum refused to keep buying me them because they would release them one every year. Why? Why do you want a book on the anatomy of beasts and stuff? Like, I need it for this. That's just weird. If you want it, I need it for my book. よ、あ、そうよ、そう、sorry、そう、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ、よ
to save you guys. I mean, that's still being in the trouble. You're, you're not exempt from that. I didn't cause I just, said trouble, though. I would like you to consider that you're not better than us. I know I'm not better than you. Then stop assuming the I'm not assuming at all. while excluding other people from it. Okay, that might have, you know, your relationship with your sister is what, you know, whatever you guys have cultivated over the years, and that's between the two of you. But you've got to remember, I am not your sister. No, are, you're not. We don't have that kind of relationship. So that is I would very ask true. that you treat me and the others with a bit more respect. I treat you with respect. I also treat you with the knowledge of what has happened in the past nine days. Yes, yeah. I have been in detention for destroying something that was following in my sister's footsteps. I have Neither. learnt from there and not doing it again. Neither. I, you're not quite listening to me. You, I, you don't get to tell me that I am not being respect that, that I am being respected when I'm telling you that that is not what you're doing. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm That's still not giving not you the remote. <laughs> a cricket okay. chirps well, nearby. <laughs> I guess I guess we know where, where we stand then. Good, I'm glad we do. No. I, I, I'm going to go to my room. Okay. Um, no, I, I don't tell, tell you that. I, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as you go, I just turn around and go, okay, I'm going to the library. A little bit later, whilst you guys are already at the library, uh, well, actually, no, I guess we'll do you guys at the library first. Uh, where, where are you going? What are you doing? What are you looking for? Just sitting around? Going to cafe? No, we're going to go to the library. going to head up to the uh, desk in the library. Iced coffee at okay. the cafe, please. Got a nice <laughs> coffee. Yeah, they do iced coffee. They do a lovely iced coffee. You, Wonderful. You nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm going to head up to the receptionist or the desk at the library and say, uh, I know I, we're looking for a um, book on the latest book on the, what's it called? What do you call it? The best beasts and things. Uh, the Anatomy of Beasts. Uh, yeah, they, they direct you uh, down one of the sides. There's a bit of like the, the natural world and all those sorts of things you know, uh, nearby history. Uh, well, there's a few editions. Uh, the last few editions of the uh, book that Neva was talking about, various other things, you know, separate, some, some separated out into like, you know, dragons and some separated out into like mammals or all the sorts of things that you'd expect to see. So it's, it's quite a various amount. Um, I'm looking for one which has bears. Yeah, there's one uh, which focuses on predators um, or, or it, it's, it focuses more on like non-magical predators because bears and things like that are counted as non-magical because they have no adjustments. Things like owl bears also do fit into there, even though they are a bit on the borderline, but it's, they don't have like a... Someone opens a can in the library. <laughs> it's canned iced coffee. Yeah, yes it is. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's not something that like has flames coming out of it or anything like dragons are also magical. Damn. So, um, there's a fair amount on bears. Um... <laughs> Is there, is, there, uh, uh, is there a book which has anatomy of any kind of beast which does have flames coming out of it? Um, I don't know what that would be, like a salamander or a, a fair few yeah, things. Right? Infernal um, beasts. Yeah. Yeah, they could try and find some uh, 
infernal style beasts. Uh, the sort of things. What's uh, coming out of this for a second? Because you guys are going to be level two if you do druidic stuff. What's the CR of things you can go up to? Do you like, say level level two? Yeah. It said level three was where you wanted to start with. That's true. I do. Yeah. I do remember saying three for the fun of it. I, I have it written down level have, three more. Yeah, I have it written down in minus two because I never updated so that. It, in terms of the, you're talking about the combat wild oh, shape for. Yeah. I think it's uh, a quarter. It, of course. It is uh, while using wild shape, you can transform into uh, it is as high as one at it's the moment. One. Yes. Oh, that's and then. Uh, so we ignore the max CR column of the be of the regular druid beast shapes table, but we have to abide by the other limitations. So we can't pick something that like flies or swims at the moment. Yeah, uh, you were saying things that were like infernal. So looking through the sort of infernal things that exist, um, that would also not be cow. boring. <laughs> uh, stench cow, yes, of course. Uh, so there's imps, but they're very small. Um, that looks cool a more demon not that you'd necessarily be able to is there a less it. demon <laughs> a more demon so a more demon appears to be a mouth with some uh, claws coming off of it nice. um it's medium so it'll be you know not huge but it's this sort of like weird uh like eyes in random places this weird sort of deformed bluish scale ish skin claws and feet coming out of all sorts of different directions this huge mouth down the side of it, uh, vertical mouth with horrible teeth um a very violent thing it's not something that's ever seen up on the the surface it is uh you know talked about in the the nine hells and all that kind of stuff but not fun oh, oh more demon I would take more as an maw yes yeah i'm going to take a couple of a couple of three books basically with the bear um, one and whatever else looks like it might be useful to sort of well in the uh beast one uh you things you'd find that would be interesting um two-headed crocodiles that's unpleasant that would be quite a quite a fun one in there uh, a giant octopus <laughs> dire, dire wolf lions. i think we can only turn into beast things anyway right is there any yeah. beast things Oh, then only you could turn into the mod. You've seen, you've now seen the uh, the mod demon. You can't turn into it. So uh, that wasn't something I swear. So yeah, you you can find like two-headed crocodile, um, tigers, giant octopus, direwolf, lion, giant hyena. Those sorts of various things. I believe a bear is probably down here somewhere. Brown bear is on the first page. Funnily enough, D and D for zero. some reason feels the need to have several different kinds Brown of bear. bears at different CRs. Yes. Ah. Well, because they are different. So a brown bear is a CR one, a black bear is a CR half, and that does make sense. Black bears are yeah. less; they are smaller and, and less of a thing. But yeah, there's there's general information on the sort of normal beasts. Giant eagle. No, I can't fly. We can't. We start reading. Bears are car carnivorous mammals of the family Ursidae. They're classified as carniforms or dog-like carnivorans. Although only eight species of bear are. Uh, Extant, they are widespread, appearing in a wild variety of habits through the various hemispheres and particularly other various hemispheres uh, in general. Because I'm definitely not reading off the real Wikipedia that exists. Giant octopus! <laughs> Giant octopus! So I'm going to grab a couple of books which have these sort of various things in, mm -hmm. and then uh, go and check them out at the desk. And as you get down to the desk, you see only uh, Neva and only Neva. Uh, I got the book that I know, but she 
wanted. Yes, you, you just like hand her the latest yeah. edition of the Therion and Beast Studies sort of textbook. There you go. She seems distracted. Here we have a couple more books. Where's Cromwell? He, he, I wanted to ask you which one he wanted about these flame things. Um, he is currently in his bedroom. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, why is that? Giant rock um, We had a bit of a falling out back at the flat. What did you do? You left your alone I personally don't trust him with the remote unsupervised. I see. Uh, in your own words, this is a team-based thing. You need to be able to trust your teammates. And I personally don't. Well, That's going to be very difficult if we don't trust each other. I trust you. Both of you. I mean, I, we've all had our little problems, haven't we? I mean, you know, mentioning no broken, uh, broken huts or anything. But these things happen, don't they? I agree, they do happen. I'm just concerned, and this stands for me as well, with the issues that have happened over the past. And I'm not saying I'm innocent. I know I have caused problems, and I have grown from them, and I'm dealing with them. However, I don't think others have, and I'm concerned. Listen, you can tell me what to do all you want. I don't really give a shit because I'm going to do what I want either way. But you can't tell these people that you've known for like a week what to do. That's not I'm fair. I'm not telling him at all. I think you are. But you're choosing what he can and can't do. That's fucked up. I'm just, until we've all sat down and spoke about it, unhappy with handing the remote over to him. Why have you got the remote? Would you like to give it to me then? Do you trust me? I mean... I will happily give it over to you now and not leave. I don't think any one of us should be left on our own with the remote and the Warforge. What do you think we're going to do with it exactly? I mean, I'd probably use it as a sparring partner, honestly. Exactly. As long as you don't break it. Things happen. I'm, yeah, like... I'd rather you didn't break it till after the competition. That's fair. I'm sorry, but... With everything that's happening between all of us, I don't think one single person should be left on their own with the Warforge and the remote. Hmm. I think you shouldn't get to determine that for other people. Well, I was leaving it until we had a group meeting about it. So, when you came over here, right after you left Cromwell, who came over here with you then? No one. You were left alone with it. No, I was left alone with the remote, not the Warforge. The Warforge is at the flat. So in that case, Cromwell's on his own with the Warforge, right? Yes, but no remote. It's going to make it very difficult if you're all going to be together all the time. What happens should we go to the bathroom? Oh no, I don't think all of us should be together all the time. I just think if somebody has the remote and is activating the Warforge, that there should be somebody else with them. For the majority of the time. Hmm. Well, if that's what you want, I'm okay. Okay, I've got to tell you, I'm not very happy with it. I, I think it's I very bad. I personally want to sit down and have a group talk about it. We are, aren't we? Apart from... Uh, apart from two others. 
Well, I think it's a very bad basis for a team if you can't trust each other. I do as well, but I'm... I mean, I Look trust what's you. been happening. I trust I you to, to go away with the controller. I need to worry me. Or Maisie, although I wouldn't be surprised if I find a few dents afterwards. I personally know I'm not going to do anything with it. Yeah. But... Until I... something comes up where you have to? No, even then. Hmm. I don't think we should be using equipment like that until we are having supervised fights with other equipment. I see. So, so Cromwell wanted to use it for something. I don't know. Hmm. He, he just wanted to be left with the Warforge in the remote. I'm sorry, but with everything that's happened over the past nine days, I don't think any one of us should be trusted at the moment to be on our own with it. Well, that's a shame. If well, you anyway. want the remote now, I will happily give it to you whilst I go find oh, some I, more I books. I don't think you should trust us with it, to be honest. I, I'm I have back. your book. I, I gave you your book. Yeah, I, I want to go look at some more books. Okay, okay. I'll take these. I'm going to take these two back over to Cromwell. Now, if you're going back to Cromwell, do you want the remote? I don't think you should trust me with that. You you keep all of it. I'll take it. No. I'll see I you back in I seriously do not trust you <laughs> at all, Nathie. I'm going to head back with the uh, with the books. You sent them out of the library. Get your library card. Um, is Maisie leaving, staying? Yeah, she's leaving. Okay, two of you leave. Maybe you're left to the library. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm assuming you're just going to look around at books to make yourself feel better. Uh, she's looking for stuff on druidic power and druids. And sure. I mean, there, there's vague that. things in there. Not all. There's some stuff in there that's highly, highly complex, like textbooks. Like if you went and found like a theoretical physics textbook, you'd be like, "This exists," but I have no idea what it's talking about. Um, but you vaguely, yeah, maybe help with the future. After Maisie leaves, she's going to go back in and try to get the remote off. <laughs> it, it, in what way? Sneakily? Or... Yeah, oh yeah, sneakily, sneakily. Okay, roll me a, uh, a stealth. A sneaky, sneaky. Uh, it is a distracted Neva reading a book, fine, but it's still going to run against your passive perception. Um, that is a 12 plus 5, 17. My passive oh, is 11. It's 11. You get up behind her, but you are also going to have to run a sleight of hand to actually get out of the bag without her noticing. Sure. Which I'm assuming it's in a bag. No, it's in her pocket. It's in her pocket. Okay. How? Uh, how she puts it in her pocket. <laughs> As a question, how big do you think the remote is? Like, switch size? It's a big controller, yeah. Yeah. Like, size of How big are your pockets? It'd be like that sort of size. She's got really Bigger. big ones in her skirt. <laughs> She's one. Right. Okay. Uh, out of context. Do you remember my wedding dress and how I could put almost my whole arm in? Yeah. They're that size. Actually, I can't believe that. Okay, it's in the pocket. It's going to make it easier to steal from because a huge pockets. but still. You got a, a roll of 10 plus 5, 15, sleight of hand. You get it. 
Even cool. looking at books, doesn't pay attention to you walking up behind, doesn't pay <laughs> attention to you taking it. I would imagine uh, it's a good... How long are you staying in the library for? An hour. No, it's probably at the end of it all when you stand up and realize the weight is like different in your pocket and the remote's gone, but we'll get to that later. Um, back at the apartment. Uh, is Cromwell doing anything in particular or just sort of sitting around? Plotting his revenge. Plotting uh, I think Cricket revenge. and Joe's actually here because they've not got a camera up. Uh, no, uh, surprisingly, this has actually helped with you guys yeah, not kind no, of it's fair, flipping it's in fair. and out. Um, no, so he will be... He, he's already got various books out of the library. Uh, so he's probably just uh, flicking through those absentmindedly while having a think about his meeting with Professor Morthagus uh, the previous day. Fair enough. And putting Neva out of, out of mind. About half an hour, an hour later, the door opens. Clunk, two people walk in. Uh, it's up to you whether you come out of your room to see them or not. I'll, I'll, as we go in, I would get a word. Hey, Cromwell! Yeah? Got, got a gift for, for you. you. What? No, we got some books for you. And a gift. Oh. oh okay. okay. Uh, show you the controller. Where did you get that from? Where do you think I got it from? The, the oh. door's unlocked if you want to just come in. Okay. I'm going to control the Warforged in the room. Yeah, the Warforged walks in. <laughs> Carrying the book. Does it, does it open the door or does it walk through the door? No, it opens, <laughs> no, that's, that's a question. No, it does... opens the door. Okay, I'm trying to, We're trying to prove Neva wrong here, not prove her right. So... The way that the controller is, um, yeah, very, very much kind of like a like a. It's got a big screen in the middle and some like standard analog controls on the outside. But the screen itself has like a bunch of things, which seems to recognize the environment. It's hyper complex. It recognizes the environment around it and gives you options. Like you put it in front of the door, it has like open door. You press mm -hmm. that and it. We're playing Skyrim with a yeah, kind of thing. Press yeah, yeah. E to open door. Yeah. And it also has a little. The screen also shows like a little camera view. There's you know one where the head would be, one down where the chest would be, one on the back. There's like a few cameras around it. Sort of. Is it very very complex stuff? If you cared can, about. Can that, we speak through it? Um, I'm gonna go. Sure. Yeah. Why not? There's like this. Awesome, Hello, awesome Cromwell. Speaking through it. It's like it's like talking yeah. through a, a webcam mic. You know. <laughs> like. Hello, Cromwell. I have brought you your book from the library. Thanks, thanks, uh, Darwin. That's very convincing. Uh, if you just um, if you just want to put them on the desk with me over here, and then sure. put yourself back in the corner. Sure. <laughs> we walk in. Got <laughs> <laughs> the books on your toe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, walk in control. with the controller. It's like I heard my sister Why? was being kind of a kind of a bitch to you, so I took this from her. Oh, she did. She didn't give it to you. Oh no, absolutely not. You you had to take it. Of course. Yeah, that that figures. Uh, I I would have been surprised if she if she'd given it up. Well, she was going to give it to uh to to. Oh God, names. Uh, Kale. Uh, but but Pakawa was didn't uh didn't want to take it for proving a point, I guess. Well, I didn't want. I was rather hoping to sort of uh, convince her. It's going to be a little bit more tricky now. I think now you've uh, proven you can't actually trust you. 
Well, she knows. Well, Listen, but... I was never the question. I don't. I don't give a shit. But you two, she should be able to trust. Put, well, put Darwin back in the corner where, where he was, and then just just leave the controller on the table next to him. Nobody sure. puts Darwin in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he's, you know... Oh no! His eyes have gone red! <laughs> oh no! And then, you know, she'll come back whenever and see that nothing happened. Uh, and even if something had happened, that that should be fine. It's... it's um, I think it says a lot about your sister that she doesn't trust us, even though yeah. we've all kind of saved each other's lives at this point, which I, I can almost guarantee you that none of the other flats here have done that. <laughs> uh, to be fair, she doesn't have the greatest role models back home. I, I think so. she's... You're, you trust us. I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't use is... environment as a factor when <laughs> when you also came from the same environment and you're... you're you know, you're nicer to us than she is. Uh, I kind of just act like in spite of the people around me, and she kind of was more accepted by it, so. I ah. think I, I mean, she's only trying to sort of basically make sure we don't get into trouble, and I can, I can appreciate that. It comes but from I a mean, place of love, she just doesn't get it she's totally. Worried, she's worried about herself and worried about us, I understand that. But it'll be fine. It'll take out a while, but we'll, we'll settle in. We've only known each other a little while. It'll be fine. But for now, Cromwell, is, is this enough stuff for you to start working on the Warforge, or is there anything else you need? No, it's a good start. We've got the focus. It's just, you know, should we should we bother? Let's just let Neva do it herself. That's clearly what she wants. Who starts sulking? You're the big boy, remember? Well, big whatever you are. I, I am definitively not, Calais, and you know that. Well, big in I the sense a, of... I am a tiny boy. <laughs> in the sense of mature and personality. You've got a big personality. I mean, we, we can rise above these things. Listen, I... Neva's smart, but she's not going to be able to do it herself. So you, if you, you want to win, and I want to win, you guys should probably help. Do you not think we've already been rising above, like... I I, I said, I said uh, I'd like, I don't want to, obviously make assumptions about your relationship Maisie but I, I you know I said to her whatever you you what however you treat each other and she treats you that's between you you've established a relationship based on however many years you've been sisters but you know that me and Kale and Samir yeah I, I, I don't want to speak for Samir but I do get the feeling that sometimes he doesn't like how your sister talks to him um, no, that's fair. Granted, I think that Samir doesn't like how a lot of people talk to him. I think that's a general attitude thing, as well as specifically how Neva talks to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're you know, she sometimes seems to take on, and forgive me if this is a strange thing to say to you, as she is your sister, but she almost seems to act like she's your mum a lot of the time. She's just very and controlling, she, and she's not. She's not my. She's not my mum. That's, yeah. that's not the kind of relationship I want to have with her, and that's a boundary that I don't appreciate her overstepping. So, yeah. you know, I... You know, you know I, I understand what you're saying, but, I mean, back home, right, because of, well, because of the family I'm part of, people would sort of, it's a bit almost like the reverse of this, people would look up to me or try and treat me as though I was their sort of, people are older than I am. Treat me like I'm their sort of uncle. I should. They, they, they're looking for my. They were looking for my. 
looking for my approval of what they were doing. And I was like, you don't need my approval. We're just two people. We'll work out our own relationship. So with with Neva, we've just got to work out our own relationship. She's, she's not perhaps very worldly, and she's been in a rather strange environment by all accounts. So she's ended up a bit suspicious, a bit nervous about what's going on. Probably my fault, honestly, but... That's part of it. It's not. It's, it's nothing's any any of our fault. It's it's just how we're brought up, or all the experience we've we've had leads us to be who we are. And then now we are here together. We can decide who we want to be going forward. And I think if we can decide to be friends and decide to trust each other, if we want her to trust us, we have to trust her. Oh, no, I I do trust her. That's that's why it's upsetting. I feel and like I've got a pretty good idea of who she is, and I think that she's got a pretty good idea of who she is. I don't think she has a good idea of who we see her as. I think this little will come. But you've got to give it time. Okay. But, you know, time time is a, is a finite resource. That, oh, yes, absolutely. I, yeah. I don't have endless patience. For the moment, yeah, let's, just, sorry. Let's, just, let's just see where we're going. Okay. But for now, for now, I think we should... Uh, whether she... Uh, works with it or not, I think we want to get this war forged working, so I think and I'm sure Samir would agree when he gets back. So let's get it working. Okay. Around an hour later. Also, maybe a bit more. Uh neither you you come back to the apartment. Aware that you are no longer in, in, in possession of the uh the controller. Probably also quite aware that it's nothing you should really be worried about. Did did you leave it on the uh, on the? Yeah, yeah, it's no, it's back yeah. in in place. So you walk in. I'm sure everybody. Uh, where, where is everyone? I mean, Cromwell in the room. I'm busy going through playing. going through my books in my room. I'd be sitting in the common area reading a book. So there's uh, just Carla. You see sitting at the coffee table reading a nice uh, nice book. Hi, and guys. It's, I'm reading a history of the of the strangelings. And sitting on the coffee table is just the controller. The, oh, is the it on the coffee the table? Room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The Warforged oh, okay. is just in the corner. Um, give, give a perception roll to see if you can tell, because it wouldn't be any identically exactly the same spot, but like, would you be able to even notice? 15. Yeah. It looks... You, you didn't memorize its position, so therefore it looks you know, pretty much the same place. Nothing's moved. Hi, Carly. How did the remote get there? Yeah. Well, I think you can probably guess, can't you? Okay. And she just walked into her bedroom. Okay. I think uh, if you want to chat, just pop out and I'll make you a cup of tea. Uh, rather a cup I'm of okay. coffee. I'm okay. Later in the evening, I'm just still sitting there, uh, you know, reading the book. Samir walks in, just up, walks into the room, evidently just grabs some stuff, walks out, sup, and just leaves. Chris, see you later. Acknowledges not at all the Warforged standing in the corner. <laughs> no, I think, I think he, he like gets to the door, stops. Looks inside, goes. Yeah, just walks <laughs> away. I just assumed that the first sup was to Calais and the second sup was <laughs> to Warforged. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, the day passes, uh, heads into the evening. In the morning, I'm sure there's like a fairly, a fairly awkward, maybe uh, uh, overall situation. No one's feeling particularly comfortable. Nobody's particularly bringing anything up. But, you know, you go to classes, get through all of that. 
And unless any of you bring anything else up, nothing particularly happens until um, four o'clock uh, later in the day. Yes? That's fine. Nothing particularly happens until four o'clock later in the day. Amazing. Uh, you're aware yeah. you have your, your meeting with Chris Gunther. You walk in. Uh, she's expecting you, of course. She's there waiting, has some little notes out and things. And uh, I need to remember what she sounds like. So let me just wait on that one. Um... If the search for hello, there we go. Hello. Uh, okay. Uh, you walk in. She's like, "Hello." Hi. Nice to, uh, to see you again. Uh, right. Well, if you remember, of course, last time I asked you to make any kind of notes of any times that you've uh, necessarily heard people's thoughts, been in large classrooms, uh, large groups. I appreciate you've probably had a few classes since we last meet. Has this, uh, has this been a problem? Um, I mean, a little bit. Like I was standing in line in the in the cafeteria, and I heard some people like I don't know thinking about homework or something. It was just kind of yes. loud, and there was a little bit of a group up during movement theory earlier where people were just like, "I'm going to be the best here" and shit like that. Though that might have just been my own thought. But <laughs> are your thoughts? Are you finding that they are particularly clear, or is it more hazy? as though you're standing in an echoing room. Uh, the more people around me, the more hazy it gets. Um, some, sometimes That's they come sense. through crystal clear. Mm. Mm. Well, uh, there are two directions we can go that of course I have been uh, thinking about. We can either uh, make attempts to remove this, if it is not something that you want to be happening to you, or uh, we can make attempts to focus in and try to refine what could be a helpful adventuring tool if that's the direction you're going or even something useful in the future for a, for a job. Uh, that direction comes with some care. A lot of people don't like their mind being delved into um, and can have uh, unfriendly reactions, but it is still a, a possible and uh, within the right bounds legal power. Um, well, I don't really want to get rid of it unless it only starts hurting me. Hmm. So, Control is our first point. Yeah. Yes. Well, there are a few exercises I can help with. The unfortunate part about these kinds of exercises, as with stretching muscles and training, is it may be painful. Nothing sharp and stabbing, but headaches, things as such. Uh, whilst you effectively train what is a magical muscle, and uh, try to gain some control. So I've made some notes, some little exercises you can try. They may not work immediately. This is okay. Perfectly fine. Um, I am going to uh, hand to you a rather weaker version of the tiara that I played with, uh, gave you last time. Now I am aware you are not a fan of tiaras. This was made clear. Uh, so I have instead, it's very simple. It is just a, a little brooch, a little brooch of a bird. Uh, the okay. shapes are important, I'm afraid. It does come with the magic. So the brooch of a bird, if you put it on, it will not necessarily accentuate the power, um, but it will help you to slightly focus. If you wear it for a long period of time, I would not be surprised if you start to get headaches. So I wouldn't use it too often, but whilst practicing, with somebody consensual, it may be useful to have on. 
and I've got hands you a little piece of paper, just these little things to try. They may not all work, maybe none of them will work, but just to try to focus in on how you are concentrating on this. You know, sort of sources coming from. Now, uh, I did say I was going to attempt to gain the uh, headgear from Professor Morthargus. Uh, he has promised that I can have it, though uh, when that happens is still up for a little bit of question. He is possessive over these. We may have to travel to him rather than have access to this just on our own. Uh, I will do my best to continue this path. All right. Thank you. Appreciate anything you can do for me. And that th that is not a tiara anymore. I have done my best. Is there anything else concerning you? I mean, I'm not going to force you to turn this into some sort of uh, therapy lesson, but whilst we're here and talking, I'm always uh, open ears. No, I'm great right now. I think so. I hear you've been uh, talking with Professor uh, Dinzin about weaponry. Yeah, I found this really cool one while I was in detention. And uh, just she presented it in a way that it was challenging to me, and I don't like to be wrong in a challenge. So I'm... No, it's fair. Yeah. Professor Dinzin's methods of teaching work for some, but not for others. She has a very challenging way forwards, tests you, gets you to prove that you're worth learning. And if you fall behind, will not necessarily help you to get back up. She has been through a lot in her long life, as I'm sure you can tell. Mm. But if you stay on the right side, prove that you're worth, I know you've taken a bit of a back step with your detention, but prove that you're worth her time, then you will have a solid relationship there. And speaking of this yeah. detention, uh, how was that? <laughs> it was fine. Learned, a little boring. Learned from uh, your discretions. Uh, I, yes. I learned not to be uh, <laughs> so, so <laughs> curious. Obviously, I would be the 17th person, I'm sure, to tell you to not do something like that again. But if you do find yourself in a situation, tempted, just think about where your future lies. Again, I do yeah, that's kind of the problem. That if, you're, if you push boundaries, it can be good, but sometimes it can lead to an unexpected direction. The university will not allow multiple of this kind of an issue. Mm. You get through a few of them, but it can be difficult. Luckily, and I know this is something you know, but I don't necessarily agree with, you have a stronger position of staying in the university from the amount that your family donates. It is not a practice that I agree with, but it is a practice that happens. But it will not buy you forever. I just wouldn't like to see your talents wasted. I'm not going to ask about what you want from the future. We are not even one week into a term. It is a big question. But have a think. Eventually, I will ask you that question, and I would like to think that you will be in a position that you can answer it. I sure hope so as well. Thank you. No worries. If there's nothing else, then I will not take up more of your time. You have a wonderful Thursday evening. You too. Bye. And you head off. Feeling good about yourself with a new little pin that you probably haven't got on right now. It's just in the no, I got it on. Got it on immediately. Got it on? 
Sure. It, it feels a little odd. Um, kind of like like the, the, the little edge of a hangover. Not like you're feeling awful, you're going to throw up kind of a thing. Just like a little, a little stuffy in the head. Like it's a little different. You know, a little restricted. Um, it does feel a little uncomfortable. Time to get a coffee then. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, and that sort of persists uh, and after a couple hours of it being on you've got that like back of your head ache that just sort of makes you feel groggy and just it's hard to focus on things uh, particularly I'll take it off at that point then yeah um, is there anything else anyone else is doing in that day I know Neva was potentially asking for a, a meeting between everybody, but I have a feeling it's more of one of those awkward days where not, no one really talks to anybody. It's kind of just like a a nothing. I think yeah, Neva does not want that meeting anymore. Uh, at the moment, uh, Tav is fo focusing on his studies because he's aware you of the exams as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog's here. <laughs> I think, I think the dog just unplugged the headphones. Yeah. You're the one who got a puppy. There she comes Go again. Away. <laughs> Friday rolls around. <laughs> Remember, Friday is so busy. Friday. fine until Ian shot a Nerf bullet at me. <laughs> Friday rolls around, and yes, uh, the the Friday um, schedule, um, which is this one, I believe. Yeah, busy, got, busy. You know, up early, uh, a little bit of arcane theory, some Therion studies, a bit of law. Samir's got a lot of stuff in that morning. Enchantment. Well, actually, that's Thursday. I'm looking at the wrong day. Samir uh, has a lot of things. Maisie, you've got your movement theory. Um, and Velka, Velka doesn't particularly. Um, ignore you, but also doesn't particularly pay attention to you. She's like, oh, where you're there, treats you like everybody else. There's no, like, necessarily necessarily strong rapport. Mm -hmm. um, so the is with uh, Professor De, uh, De Fuego. Um, and then... Another um, opportunity to try the fire hair. Yes, you're just trying the oh, yeah. entire time. Realize you haven't been listening this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, eventually, I'm sure you all meet up for lunch. Then a bit of uh, arcane theory, Therion studies, combat tactics, but you basically get uh, a pretty open end of the day, except for Maisie. So you you all sort of generally meet up around the park, maybe not necessarily talking, but at about you know half two, um, and you're all talking about stepping away. It's Friday evening, maybe grab a coffee, do the things you do. It's been a couple of days since you had an argument. I'm sure Neva's still feeling a little sore, but you know, chatting She's away. She's not talking to anyone. Um, until Maisie says, actually, she has a lesson from uh, three o'clock until five o'clock. Mm -hmm. Pulling her away from, you know, your, yeah. your slightly awkward conversations. Oh, wow, look, it's time to go. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no particular plans tonight. Anybody got any ideas? Well, no. I don't know if Joan knows Joe's muted. I know, yeah, I was I was just reaching for it and I, I couldn't find the button for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no plans, just thought I would catch up on some reading, do some more prep for Darwin, 
Um, and then see, uh, do, do we know what time this this match starts tomorrow? You do. It's at one pm. Do we know where? Uh, in the um, the Great Hall, the one you've been to multiple times that keeps changing how it looks. And then I'll just uh, get an early night and then head over to the Great Hall early to scope out where this, where these fights are taking place, see if there's any kind of advantage we can get from the environment, that kind of thing. I'm also interested to see what the other teams have done with their Warforged. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know where everyone's storing them, so you have no idea other than, you know. No, we're going to see them fighting, aren't we? Yes, you were on the Saturday. You would be seeing two of them, but yes. Stop. It is a stop. You're not wrong. Um, Neva. Yep. Bear with me one second. Saturday cracks around. Saturday morning, you are aware, uh, is Dragon Chess Club. About nine o'clock a.m. Do you offer Carly to come with you? Because I know... I don't know if Carly was also interested in Dragon Chess Club, because you guys have played a couple of times. I was, yes. Have I got a, have I got a Dragon Chess set? I, I would just say that I'm going. It's up to them if they come with me. No, I haven't. I thought I had. But yes, I was, I was trying... I think I was trying to learn Dragon Chess. She was teaching, wasn't she? Yes. You, the two of you were learning. Uh, or should I say, uh, you were learning from um, Neva. Neva and Maisie, why are we all getting so confused? <laughs> uh, so you do, you really awkwardly walk along together. It's fairly nice. It's just in one of the classrooms uh, over in... Um, oh god, I've forgotten the name of it. Over in Rathingham Court. It's one of these sort of upper levels slightly bigger room um not a ton of people maybe about 12 of you all in all but before we get there on the way over there we will engage in conversation i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to chat with you about what happened the other day with the controller okay i don't think it was right for Maisie to take it off you like that. But I wonder if you had had time to think about what we were talking about, trusting people and trusting each other. I'm not surprised you took it off me. But I'm not really. But at the same time, I mean, I don't condone that at all, but I think perhaps we all need to be a bit more open with each other, don't you think? I agree. But it does, does mean it goes two ways, you know. I mean, I trust you completely. If you wanted to take that controller and the war force and said you were going to take it somewhere to do some work on it, I mean, if you said you were going to take it to kill someone, obviously I would be upset. But if you said you were going to take it away to work on it, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. I trust you to work on it. And hopefully you'd say the same about me. I think I would. But I've been involved in these little shenanigans as well, haven't I? I'm concerned about Kumar and Maisie. They're a bad influence on each other. I think that's possibly true, but then I think also we are a good influence on them and they should be an influence on us too. We need to be a team together. 
And and I think we should trust each other until there's a reason not to. How many more reasons not to trust each other do we need? Well, no, no. What has uh, Cromwell ever done which has uh, been against you or me? Personally against each other, nothing. Exactly. But look at all the issues that we've had recently. Absolutely right, but you could say the same about you, of course. I mean, I know that you were only following Maisie when you went and jumped up on that tree and got into trouble and so forth, but it still happened. But I don't blame you for that. That's that's not going to stop me trusting you. And I don't think that stuff which wasn't really Cromwell's fault, he didn't decide to go out and get himself in a, a deadly situation any more than I did. It just happened. But that's we... the thing. He got himself, as well as Maisie, got herself into deadly situations. And I mean it's in the nicest way possible to people. And I, I mean it with respect, but I broke a bit of wood. Yes, okay, it was a very important bit of wood and I am extremely annoyed with myself and upset that I did it. But it didn't cost anyone's life. Very true, but at, at the same time, it wasn't your plan to do it and you were upset afterwards, yes? Yes. And I don't suppose Cromwell planned to put anybody's life in danger. I imagine he was quite upset afterwards. I just yes. feel like it won't be the last time something like that happens. Yeah, but you don't you think you can learn from these things, but he can't. Is that what you're saying? I don't think he's shown any form of learning from it. How can you do that? You don't give him an opportunity. He's not said anything about it. I straight away made it very clear that that was a mistake and that I wouldn't do it again. That's fair enough. That's you, absolutely. But he hasn't shown any sign, has he? I mean, we, when we were together in that rather nasty situation, when we got out of it, we were all like, okay, we're not going back there again. That was a mistake. I think I've certainly learned. And I'm sure they have too. But I think we've got to trust each other if we're going to work as a team. I don't trust Maisie's influence on him. You know what? I don't trust Maisie to do something silly, but I do trust her with my life. Sounds strange? Because it's true. No. I mean, I can imagine she's a bit impulsive and a bit, uh, you know, headstrong, should we say? I've grown up around some very strange people where I come from, and uh, you've got to look past the surface and look at what they're like on the inside. I know I upset him, and I feel bad about that. But I'm not going to try and force you to change your your your, your personality. That's not what I'm all about. But just think about it for the moment. Just think about it. Perhaps try and, you know, cut him a little bit of stack from time to time. I'll try. That's all you can do. That's great. But for now, you can finish teaching me how to play this stupid game, because I've not won a game yet. You'll learn that at the club. I hope so. How's that horsey one move again? Um, yeah, uh, you do this. Oh, I always get that one backwards. Right, and then we end up at the at the uh, chess club. Do you? Okay. Eventually, you make your way over to the uh, chess club. There's about twelve or so people there. There's no uh, like teacher. Professor, it's more of like a self-set-up chess club. Um, they're fairly nice. Um, you notice that a lot of the people there are, in fact, 
quite good at dragon chess compared to kind of your uh, amateur <laughs> status. They're fairly okay to sort of give you a, a lesson, but three quick lessons. <laughs> yeah, but the, but they get um, quickly bored with you know not without a challenge. Um, you still probably enjoy yourself. Just there's a little bit of like, mm, okay, you know, I'm not. It, it's less of a place to learn and more of a place to play. If that makes any sense. That makes sense. Um, but you have enough fun, you know, uh, hopping along. I'm sure there's anything that. Several would slaughter me instantly, and one or two would take take their time to explain where I'm going wrong. Anything the other two are going to do whilst uh, whilst waiting? Just heading over to the great hall. Yeah. Kind of observe people as as they come in, uh, see who our competition like is in each team, mm. who the competition is. So eventually, it comes around to the time that you're going to go into the. Uh, so I'm just setting some things up. Uh, go into the Great Hall, and you all collect together. Oh, I assume you're all going to go watch this fight. Oh, definitely. I am. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You all collect together and step into, yet again, a completely different looking area to before. It's kind of a coliseum setup. As you walk in, there's, uh, you know, a circle, an oval of seats staged seating the whole way around looking down at this pit or what can only be described as like uh fiery rock it's a big platform of different levels and all different areas uh which has got like this glowing in, in sections kind of like hot magma-esque rock with even uh little streams of lava sort of coming down and around just like horribly dangerous area that you can't get down to there's this you assume no way of getting down to it at least for normal people and disabled but standing on two podiums are two robots that you assume are going to be the ones uh, fighting. The one on the left of you, Clamper, and of course I will send a little uh, image, is this, uh, the only word to describe, thick... <laughs> Oh, uh, oh my <laughs> god! This gigantic boy with his two huge clamping boys on his hands that also seem to be Holy just like overly protective uh, shields. This thing is huge, and you know, like the weird sort of head is sort of in the middle of the chest rather than at the top. So it's sort of like cannonball esque uh, figure. On the other side, almost completely uh, inverse in looks, Starlight looks like this this very pink uh like rose gold sort of uh colored um metal with what can only be described as highly weirdly looking uh weaponry these guns you've seen guns before in this world but they're strange but it's very slim presumably athletic and also a strangely feminine look for a robot you know like a, a genderless robot it's got heels high heels attached into its feet and this sort of like generally uh more uh hourglassy figure strange and does seem to be wearing the equivalent of uh like a bra type upper half it's a very strange look robo bra controlling it the equi the equivalent of like the anime weeb club <laughs> <laughs> they have to be the people behind that robot are your lovely neighbors of girls god damn it that you are not mm. a massive fan of who have evidently decided that they are calling their uh, their uh, their group Genesis. Behind the Clamper Cyborg Crushers, just another group of people you don't recognize. 
there's a bit of time waiting whilst you know nothing much is going on people sitting down things getting ready till eventually uh you are you know, there's an announcement showing on one side we have clamper and on the other side we have starlight and it's all very exciting before eventually the fight starts which is an insane amalgamation of uh what can only be described as like a like a extremely violent you're right there extremely yeah, sorry violent. i got a chill okay <laughs> it's just so exciting i know uh, yeah. extremely violent fight off the cuff I, I don't know if you want to switch the music to oh, you already are aren't you? Um, no you're not I no i hadn't it's just some get some fighting music here. immediately off the cuff cuff clamper rolls or curls up to this ball and starts rolling forwards at what is only an, described as an insane speed, charging towards Starlight, who just gracefully hops out of the way like it was nothing, pulls out these two weapons, and then there's this, this strange difference in fighting styles. On the one side, you have Clamper, who has these big clamps trying to smash into the ground, rocks flying everywhere, magma and lava just spurting out the grounds, just using brute force and uh, protection to uh, defend, whereas on the other side is a much more athletic uh, view. These guns are firing very odd, sort of yellowy, pinky, uh, magic-y laser kind of stuff um, at Clamper, which is doing some damage over time. But whilst also having has evidently a little bit of magic, um, there's uh, every now and again it sort of hovers in the air a bit longer than would seem possible by normal physics. There's a, a little bit of um, fairy fire you would recognize comes out at one point. This, this graceful sort of thing, which eventually these bullets start to sort of almost melt through the metal. Um, and by the end of it, you have Starlight on one side, you know, very gracefully posing, I'm sure, with these two guns, and just a wrecked mess of metal uh, at the other side, where Clamper didn't even seem to get one hit in. On, uh, on Starlight. It was, however, a very enjoyable battle. Oh. And slightly concerning. <laughs> Neither would have been taking notes like the whole way through. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, everybody collects up and starts leaving. And, you know, the, the uh, whoever the team were, Clamper, I've forgotten. Um, they would go over to their, their wrecked, well, they were cyborg crushers. They go over to their, their wrecked thing and are just like, well, fucking <laughs> great. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Whereas the other side, like, you know, victory, cheers, you recognize them all and hate them all. And they uh, control their little robot out of there. It's quite exciting overall. Hmm. Yeah, I have a question. Fun. Yes. Because uh, these Warforged are based on D&D classes. What is it that we would have just seen? Who knows? <laughs> Alex didn't base these ones on classes. <laughs> I based them on something. <laughs> yeah, they're based on something, but not classes. Oh, okay. Who knows? Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. That means we either have an advantage or a disadvantage. You can't decide which. <laughs> is that interesting? I was it? My goodness. You see how speed is so important? Hmm. Interesting that the... Uh... The winner didn't really have much in the way of armor. They relied on skin out of the way, like you were saying about as. Although, if we have a bear, would it be able to move fast enough? I mean, if we had the bear, would it against that uh, starlight, whatever it was? What Maybe bear it? bear with rockets in its legs, so it can dodge side to side really quickly. Hmm. And I think really? it, I think it does need some kind of ranged 
attack because if you can't get close, you've got to be able to attack them. Even if they move quickly, you've still got to be able to attack them somehow. How how big is the arena, Alex? Um, it's somewhere in the region of like a hundred foot by hundred or something like that. I do have it mapped out for when you're doing your fights, but it's it's fairly large. It's not a not a small space. Was, okay. was Starlight flying or just dodging? There was no flying. Um, there was like levitation almost at some points, but a lot of it was just like uh, dexterity based jumping around, you know, mm. acrobatics. Cool. Okay. Um, but you get the feeling it was also fairly easy to dodge the slow but very powerful hits of Clamper. Like, you get the feeling if you were standing in front of it, you would be a fine mist. But, you know, that's if it manages to hit you. Well, I gotta go practice with my chain knife, so... Okay, yeah, well, good luck. Thanks. As we leave, Neve will just hand over the, the note she made to um, Komanga. These are the notes, do what you will with it. And goes off. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anything? Uh, does anything come out of that Cromwell that means you need anything extra information or pieces or ideas or whatever? Well, there's a couple of things. The the fighting arena is larger than I thought it was going to be. I thought we'd be looking at maybe like a thirty foot square or something, but this like this thing is massive, so that might need some rethinking. Um, c can you can you read Neva's handwriting? It's terrible. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> by terrible you mean like extremely cursive like it's technically yeah. very neat but like very unreadably neat yeah can you can you read this 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 is this is i would imagine i could read it okay <laughs> working out yeah <laughs> yeah it says uh cromwell uh, is a poop <laughs> dexterity important speed of movement Blah blah. Yes, it's all sort of whatever. Whatever you think, uh, Birdie. The, the notes were say. Just like speed, range attack, like the pro, like the weaknesses and strengths of both bots. Yeah, yeah. So, so if, if you imagine, if we had a sort of uh, fiery bear up against that sort of uh, clamper one. How would it do? Would it get through the armor? Uh, how how much was so in in combat terms, Alex? Would it have been using its turns to both move further than thirty feet and attack? Um, it would have been moving. No, it wasn't particularly fast. It was just very dexterous. Okay. So, so it wasn't like running at a million miles an hour, but it was just extremely easy just moving out of the way and all that kind of stuff. I, I have had a thought, uh, which may or may not be useful, I don't know. But obviously Warforged are mostly sort of metal, or, and they're also... They, they have this mechanism inside, which is electrical and mechanical. Would they be susceptible to, rather than fire, the, to an electrical attack, like lightning, that sort of thing? I, th I think... Uh, that would depend on what people had done to their Warforged. I, I don't think as a general rule that would be the case. Um, no, I, I think with it, with it dodging around, 
that is going to be fine in some in some instances. I mean, they Clamper had clearly sacrificed kind of um, accuracy, should we call it, for power. Mm. So as long as we're not sacrificing accuracy for something else, I think that should be fine. Um, yeah, we're, 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 I think we're going for an all-rounder kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Is there anything we can do to sort of slow down the movement of a of an opponent, like something that tangles them, like a net or yes. a rope? It's funny you should, you should mention that. Uh, druids have uh, like a spell, like a go-to spell called Entangle. So yes, there oh, is. Because yeah. what what I'm, I'm kind of aiming for with this is, so when they are kind of Darwin... They can cast magic and, you know, they'll have armor on and they'll be able to shoot spells. And then when they're bear win, they'll be a bear. Uh, and then that way they can get up close and do stuff. So I, I, I think I think we should be okay for the most part. I'm, I'm not too concerned about it as long as, as long as they're not moving much more than 30 feet, like, and then shooting. Like, as long as we can get up to them that will be fine, but if we can't get up to them, that's also okay. Oh, well, that's really useful. I thought that was, uh, I know, so by the way, quite good fun, I thought. I think the design of some of these is a bit strange, but that, that's okay. I mean, it'll depend a lot on what we come up against, of course. I meant, like, the look of them, like... It's a, it's a robot. Why does it need a bra? <laughs> well, aesthetics are important, aren't they? Are they? Well, not as important as function, but they're important. If I'll, I'll take your word for it. If you're going to win, you want to look good winning, don't you? I thought winning was the good look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know too much about about the making it look good. I'll, I'll make it work, and and that'll be that'll be it. That'll be easy. Seems to have some good ideas about aesthetics. So, <laughs> right then. Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna head back. I've got a test on Monday. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> 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 you don't. <laughs> And you you study hardcore if you're setting yourself tests. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's been one week. Well, as you head your way back to the uh, the uh, the uh, full ap apartment, yeah. Oh, apartment. Um, I think death. Uh, maybe some quieter than others, but having seen a, a quite a violent robotic fight, but still exciting, uh, you. Outside of game, you, we, we will have a break. Ten minutes, obviously, as we usually do. It's fun. As the fighting music blares. Um, ten minutes, we'll be back. And you can uh, have another sulky fight about who's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While Macy's off not giving a shit and just throwing a chain knife around. Yeah! <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you prefer to see us live, don't forget to follow us on Twitch or Glimish at Dicebreakers D&D. Or if you want to watch us at your own pace, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. 
Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then. Thank <laughs> you.